0: Welcome to The Dr. Deon Show, where real conversations about diversity matter. I'm an educator and consultant specializing in diversity and inclusion. In this show, I interview top experts and people like you and me, highlighting issues like race, gender, and disability. I'm here to create change, expand your understanding of what diversity means, and to continue the mission toward equality so that everyone has a fair shake. This show is not for the faint of heart. So put on your big girl and big boy pants and ride along. Hello and welcome to the Dr. Dion show. I am really excited to share (laughs) one of my best friends in the world. Her name is Miss Jacqueline Porter. We've known each other for how many years, Jacqueline?
1: Oh my God, too many, it's so crazy. I'd like to say that we've known each other since we were 10 because then obviously people could see our age today, but because we've known each other easily 20 years. 19, longer than that. Longer maybe even than that. longer than that. Maybe 25 years. I
0: would, it's, I would say so. I would say yeah, so.
1: It's just so crazy to start saying you know people for like a century, half a yeah, century, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Quarter of a century. It's <laughs> nutty.
0: <laughs> so we're going to talk to Jack. I'm, I'm going to call you. I know you as Jackie. So I yes, know you from when Jacqueline, but you're Jackie to me. So yes, gonna Jackie is good. That. Thank you. We're going to talk to Jackie today about women um and finance she is an expert in financial management
1: financial planning financial literacy financial um advising for people who want to become more financially literate who really want to take charge of their finances learn more about how financial um different financial products work and how they can take advantage of them
0: okay so let's let's unpack that because someone someone who has no real experience in in your field mm-hmm. i come to you and i'm i'm a woman say mm-hmm. early 40s mm-hmm. and i'm saying and, and i say you know what i want to make an investment i want to think about my future i want to think about my family what, how would you advise me what would you do for me
1: well it, it's all about um just thinking about where it is you are right now and where you want to go so i want to understand your story, what matters to you, because in my mind, there's two stories that matter. There's your own personal story of what you want to see happen, where you've come from, because that gives me a lot of information. And then there's the story that comes out of your numbers. Um, I have an adage in my practice that, is, that goes like this, the numbers, your numbers tell a story. So what will your numbers tell me about you? How much debt are you in? How much do you earn? Where is your money? Is it in a savings account? Are you investing it? How are you investing it? Um, are you up to date on your income taxes? Um, are you, you know, looking at how much money comes in every month? Are you, do you have a budget? Do you know how much money you you spend? I mean, I learn a lot about how people see their their world and how they interact in their world. Based on what they do with their numbers, or what they don't do with their numbers.
0: I, I love I love how you differentiate between the personal history and then the um, the actual numbers
1: that 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 they present to you. Um, yeah, because the what I what I can say about that is sometimes numbers happen to people, and yes. then sometimes they and and really financial planning is about becoming the author more the author of your numbers rather than numbers just happening to you and you being just you know. A number on a on a, a sheet on a and you not really having any say exactly in what's going on with your finances.
0: So let's let's talk about the to personal offer story. your
1: numbers is really what I'm saying.
0: Awesome, let's talk about the personal story because um you did not grow up rich I know that <laughs> You actually have a a a pretty um you know if someone else looking from the outside in would would say you had a pretty difficult um life challenging
1: yeah, challenging
0: <laughs> so we're going to talk about that because you're not just someone who's just saying you know what um i can help you reach wealth and success you actually started off so to speak from the bottom and and you, yes, and, you now, and you are now extremely successful and you're amazing so i think it'd be a good for our listeners to hear about your story um do you want to share and, and, and i'm also asking that as well because because i'm sure when people come to you you know, you you feel naked sharing your personal yeah, story and, 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 you share, and you feel naked sharing all your all your figures and all your numbers. So, right. So I would love for you to be able to share to, to yeah, kind of so you're modeling the behavior that you ask people to do for you and That's just share right. share share your background, share your personal
1: story for us. Sure, sure. Um, you know what? Uh, my world changed when I was 16 years old, and it was just a regular day, Dion. I don't even know if I've ever told you this story, but it was just a regular day. It was back to school time. Uh, my mother my, mother's a single, my mother was a single mom. We were on our way to back to school shopping. And just before we were going to go out the door, she got a telephone call that changed really all of our lives. She found out that she had cancer. She unfortunately passed away of cancer. And then suddenly I was on my own um, and working a bunch of jobs, trying to keep a roof over my head. And that was really my story for many, many years. Um, the good thing was I had the kind of mom that, she kind of prepared me for being on my own very, very early. She was always entrepreneurial. She was always a person telling me, never rely on a man, always have your own. So she, she was always trying to show me how to take responsibility for my life. So I learned a lot of things from her that I'm ultimately to this day, still really, really grateful for. So one day I finished high school Finished university, and I and I'm lucky because I had lots of people on the way who helped me, and I and I I never forget people who encouraged me when I was going to school to get through and do advanced courses and having to change schools. I'll never forget the people who just helped me along the way. But, but the the truth of the matter is, I finished I finished high school, finished university, and got my first full time job. Then I got. Packaged out from my first full-time job. so I had for the first time a very small um, package. And I thought to myself, because i I was not um, excited working in corporate Canada. I thought there's there's this op- here's this opportunity for me to get a, a small bit of a small amount of money, and you know what? If I can get a year's salary, because that's what it ended up being, a year's salary, and find another job that yeah. was really exciting to me because i wasn't really happy with corporate canada and it was funny because i remember i had come in working with all of these other uh, peers my own age who was who were really attached to this golden handcuffs idea where they stayed at a company till they were 65 and they got a nice pension again the gift that my mother gave me was i never knew that my future was promised I had no way of knowing. So I thought to myself, life can be short, life can be long. I don't know. But if I can get some money in my pocket today and find another job, that was what I was going to do. So at that time, somebody referred me to someone called a financial planner. And that was actually the first time I'd ever heard there was such a thing as a financial planner. Mm. And, and so here I am in front of this woman, which was awesome, telling me about money working for me. Dion, this was like a revolutionary concept to me. (laughs) I'm an immigrant woman. I came from an immigrant family, right? Who, um, what did we brag about? We bragged about working really, really hard for money. That's right. We never bragged about money working for us. Yes. And that small concept just changed the trajectory of my life. Uh, As this woman was telling me about all the things I could do with my money, this halo came around my head. And it said, Jackie, you need to figure this out for yourself. You've worked really hard. I mean, at that time I was probably like 25, 26, and I was tired. I was already working like many, many years, three jobs. So I thought the concept of having money work for me was going to be something that I needed if I was ever gonna take control of my life. And that was really what led to me learning everything. So I asked this woman, how can I get into this field, learn everything I can about financial planning, finances, money management. So I did all this for myself. But then I thought about all the people like me who never had money conversations. We never grew up learning about money. And I thought about how I could help other people. But I needed to help myself first. Absolutely. I built built out from there um, really a seven-figure net worth. Awesome. And it really started from nothing, but it was really my desire to learn as much as I could about money.
0: Well, I, I, it's, I love the fact, and thanks for sharing that story. No and you never did. T- I, I don't know when, how, how <laughs> long after your mom passed that we met, but I know when I met you, you were on your own down Bathurst and we used to hang out all the time. Yes. Um, <laughs> I remember yes. that. And, um, and I, I want to say to you, and I say this to everybody, whom. I met before I lost my mother. I apologize to you if I ever appeared insensitive because I did not understand the magnitude of what it means to lose a mother until I lost my own mother. So if I was ever insensitive to you or was unsupportive and didn't understand what you're going through, I apologize, and I'll say that just publicly because I I didn't realize the depth of what you're going through at the time. We had lots of fun. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I think I think a little comic relief always helps, but we we um. I didn't understand. And, and, and thank goodness that, we, that through our ex-boyfriends, we...
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank, thank God for them. You know what? Pa- everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for everything a, a reason. I ha- I'm, a, I'm a woman of faith. And as I had said to you before, Dion, and truthfully, I believe everything comes into your path for a reason. We can't always stop our faith, exactly. but we can decide what we want to do with our faith.
0: So, so let's continue along that line about, about um, being taught. And, and likewise, I was taught also to have my own money to be mm-hmm. independent. You, you can be in a marriage, but still be independent.
1: Absolutely. Financial independent. Absolutely. And
0: not for all your power,
1: Absolutely. whether it's,
0: it's financial or otherwise, to your spouse. You're married, but you are You don't become one necessarily. I don't believe that. I think, yep. I think, I think you become um, partners.
1: A hundred percent. And I always refer to, and it's funny because I have a number of friends in the same-sex community. I always refer to my, my uh, man as my partner, my life partner. Uh-huh because that's how i see him and absolutely as a woman as a man you need to keep your financial identity financial identity identities are important what indeed. does that mean what does that mean financial identity means having a credit identification so you need to have a credit identification so on paper a bank or a company who wants to loan you money can understand what kind of payer you'd be if you needed to access money Yes, because, you know, a lot of people, including myself, became wealthy using other people's money. Absolutely, to become wealthy. So if you have bad credit, it's yes. very difficult to build wealth.
0: Absolutely, and 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 but but and I'm with that, I find it very interesting that when you need money, no one gives it to you. When no, you, no. But when you have money, you're getting all these offers. Oh, you come do this, come do that. Here's a credit card. Here, and but it's so 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 so. so and I'm saying that because I want you to, to tell me what was the moment that changed for you, even, even before you got the, pa- you got packaged out, because I know, I know that you were struggling for a while, mm, um, absolutely. You, referred, you referred to the financial planner, but, but what, what was the pivotal moment that you think, or the pivotal decision that, that helped you kind of go in, in, in the right, in the right direction, just, and, uh, just a, 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 an internal decision as opposed to just, Somebody else telling you, like, what, did you hit rock bottom? Was it like, I've had enough of this? What, what was it?
1: Well, it, it, like I said, it was really working three jobs and, and having this concept that I could have money work for me. And and truly, I wanted to acquire wealth. I wanted to be in a position where I didn't always have to be the person working for money. And, yes. and that concept really was alluring to me because, again, life can be very random. And you're right. If you're in a situation where you need money, often people aren't going to give it to you. <laughs> so um, for me, I, I understood very, very early that the, wool, the rug could be pulled right from under you. And um, you know, I remembered my mom going through even looking to get treatment and having to ask people to look, to borrow money or give money so that she could you know, get enough money to get alternative treatment, all of those things. Most things in life that we need requires money, food. Yes. A place to live. All of these things require money, and and the reality is, um, most people work for a living, and they they only earn a limited amount of money. So it all depends. What do you want to have done with that money? Often, a lot of people spend. I uh, my first um, financial move that I made was I bought a home. Mm-hmm. Huge. So yes. I bought a home, and I saved. And and one of the things that really helped me, Dion, is I'm not a, a huge spender. So living modestly, especially since I had to do that my entire life, yes. paid off. And, and so I encourage people that because I, I often meet broke millionaires uh-huh. and then I meet wealthy people not earning a lot.
0: And that's, and that's, 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 and
1: that's what I call the millionaire next door.
0: I, there you go. And, and, and typically the ones who are making the money are showing up in jeans and t-shirts. They're not all ostentatious wearing all the, you know, that's what I, that's
1: little, what little, I'm little, saying.
0: Yes. It's, 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 it's being frugal and it's yeah. and, and not having to, 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 to keep up with the Joneses and, and you like, I like nice things, but if I can get something 50 bucks as opposed to 500 bucks, you know, that's, what I'm right.
1: <laughs> so. that's right. So real, real wealth doesn't come from showing the world that you're wealthy. Exactly. Real wealth comes from owing less than you own.
0: And ultimately, Jackie, and I'm sure you would agree with this, your wealth is your health.
1: Yes, exactly. That's another part of it.
0: If you're not healthy, you, you, you're done. It doesn't matter how much money you have. And, and but, I'm not saying I'm, I'm condemning everybody who, who gets unwell, but I saw my parents struggle. I saw my parents lose
1: yeah, their health. 100%. My parents were
0: successful before they passed away, but they're not here to, they weren't here to enjoy their retirement.
1: That's, that's it. And, and those are all the things. Those are all the lessons. So for me, building streams of income, passive streams of income is, was really important to me. So having uh, real estate investments, having stocks, having mutual funds, having different types of investments that create an income stream for me was really important. One, because again, I don't know, speaking of health, I never know what the future will hold for me in terms of what my health profile will be down the road. Um, It also means that I can decide if I don't want to work as much because I have bulletproofed um, income from passive income streams. Having passive income streams where I don't have to be the person working to create all of my income gives me a lot more flexibility. And so you have to prioritize what's important to you what was really, really important to me was having wealth that would create a passive income stream for me, which gave me more opportunities to work because I wanted to work, not because I had to work. I was really interested in getting out of the daily grind.
0: I love that. I love that. And, and, and it certainly is a good thing to have your, your, your money, not all in one place, have it diversified.
1: That's right. That's right. So, um, so, yeah. So I, I think, you know, if, if there's some lessons I, I can especially give to women is first of all, really step into the light, step into financial literacy, learn as much as you possibly can about money. And if you don't have someone that you're dealing with now, a financial planner, an advisor, if you don't have, start having conversations with friends about what they're doing, that doesn't mean they're doing the right thing. But I think as a culture, especially between women, we can talk about our boyfriends, relationships, our problems with our past, our problems with our future, our children, you know our, our our problems with our parents. We don't actually have conversations about money.
0: No, we don't. Okay, but let's 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 talk a little bit a little a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. because I've had conversations uh, with women um, regarding money. Right. And and a lot of times, and actually, I did a show last year on on women in finance after death and divorce. And one thing that came up uh, with Juri uh, Hewitt, she's amazing. Um, she we all talked about the fact. That money, kind of how how you handle money is kind of representative of your of your relationship. That's right. So so, so for example, that like, like that power dynamic. So I'll give you an example. I remember years ago, I was out at, a, at one of my girlfriend's house. We were all hanging out with a bunch of couples, and I remember one of my girlfriends want, was, was saying she wanted to buy. I'm not going to say the the appliance cause She because if if I say it, I'll identify who she is. But anyway, and she'll know who I'm talking about. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So I remember us having a conversation, all the women were in one, one area, and she was saying she wanted to buy a particular appliance or, or whatever it was. Here's this woman. She's educated, she makes her own money, she's brilliant, she does, I mean, she's strong, and she went on to tell us that her husband would, would not allow her to purchase it. So finally I had to say to her, Are you not working? I had to ask her, Are you are you not working? And she goes, Well, yeah. I said, Well, why do you need his permission to go and buy something? I'm not saying to b- go out and spend $100,000 on something, right. but we're, we're talking about something that's worth $400 here. Right. And, 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 and it sounds right. a little bougie for some people, but, but that's, not, that's not a significant amount of money in terms of you know, us who, who, you know, who, who've gone to school and become educated and so on. So, so I'm, I'm sharing that because her difficulty, that was representative of what I thought was happening in the marriage. Because, and, 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 and I know this is what you speak to as well, I think it's extremely important that even though we're married, we should still have a voice over what is happening in our, in our, in our, in our marriage. And especially, I'll say too, what if he gets up and leaves? What well, you, you seen. Or get sick. Exactly, what if he or leaves Of course. Or, 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 by, or dies. By, by choice, exactly. So what's, what happens to us? So we need to be, as you said, financially literate. So what do you do with a woman when you recognize that she has that type of dynamic in her relationship?
1: Well, it's, it's, first of all, you have to decide you want to acknowledge that, right? Because I'm not a therapist. Sometimes I feel like I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, what I say to women, what I encourage women to do is have a you. So that's for their partner. They should have their own financial goals. So what, what they want to do, what you want to do, and what you want to do as a couple. So when you say you, when you say you, you, the, you could be your partner. So you being your partner, Uh me and us. Mm. So you, me and us financial goals Yes, and financial accounts. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Because, because at the end of the day, um, you need to know what's a going on with the overall family's finances Mm -hmm. as as far as, you know, there's going to be joint bills. If you live with someone, there's going to be joint bills you have to pay. So that's your us account. And that might be some of the places you put stuff for your vacations or for some of, you know, some of the joint retirement goals you might have together, but you need to have your own things happening too. And you need to have a pulse on what is going to happen to you as an individual. Absolutely. If something happens, if, you know, your partner gets sick, if you get sick, if your kids need help. In terms of you know you need you you need you're still in a position where they're they're being dependent on you that they're going to be okay so it's a am I going to be okay are we going to be okay are are our, our family are they going to be okay and what do you have in place for all of those things in terms of risk management you know I've talked to a lot of women as well who they might not be the, the primary breadwinner they might have their own savings but they're not the primary breadwinner yet they can't approach their their husband to get life insurance. Really? Oh yeah, they're because they're like why do I need to get life insurance? I'm like, well you've got children. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. You've got this mortgage that's not paid off and and so real honest conversations about money and risk and what we're doing together financially aren't happening in a lot of the households. Yes. You know, there's a confrontational nature about talking about money that we as a society have to get over, which is why I'm like, we need to just, first of all, start practicing having these conversations more with our children, with our friends, with our partners, so that we can become more confident about even addressing.
0: Absolutely, and, it's, and it starts young.
1: It does, the sooner you do, It's it's better. I I actually, um, many years ago, ran a financial literacy camp for young women. It was so much fun, Dion. And I remember the very first session we did, um, I asked women, I asked these young women, they were probably around anywhere from, say, seven. To 12. And I said, Can you guys tell me the difference between a want and a need? And this really cute little girl put her hand up. She shot her hand up first and she said, I know, I know, Miss Porter. Um, A need is something you really, really need. And a want is something you really, really want, right? (laughs) That's super (laughs) cute. She was super cute. Anyway, all of this to say, by the end of the sessions that we did that whole summer, um, the parents were coming to me saying, what have you done to my children? We'll go shopping. And they're like, Mom, do you need or want that? <laughs> <laughs> love that. Want I love or need. That. I love that. <laughs> they're I like, that. They're keeping me honest. I don't know what you've done
0: to them, Jackie, but it's awesome. <laughs> it is great. And it's planting that seed early. Because Absolutely. We are too consumed with consumption to be, we are. And, and you have to really decide, okay, is this really, do I really need this? And so many people, they go to the store, they buy stuff, and they have buyer's remorse about an hour later. And um, they want to bring it back or I just, it, 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 it's, it's amazing how much you can save if you just be intentional with your, with your dollar.
1: And that's what I talk about. so funny because I'm all about being intentional about your money. That's a very important concept. How intentional are you about your money? And, and you know what, um, why I said that there's the person's personal story and then there's the money story and the money conversations that we have, look at how we can meld the two. Mm-hmm. I happen to talk to lawyers all the time, and lawyers are famous for um, showing the world how much they have. I know how much they don't have, but uh-huh. I know they, what they show the world, right? Why, why, so, why, would
0: you, why would you say lawyers in particular?
1: Because what? they're just a profession that they, they're known, they're notorious for showing their wealth, having the, okay. the really nice car. And these are the conversations I've had with lawyers as well, where they, you know, having the nice car, the nice watch. Mrs. Mail, this... Is
0: male, sorry, this male, female, or just, just lawyers in general, you think? No, so
1: lawyers to- in general will will tell you that that's, that's a, 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 something that happens in their industry. So they, they tend to look like they have money, but they don't necessarily have money, is what huh. I'm saying. And, and I remember talking to this one lawyer who talked to me about her childhood of um, being in this very tumultuous financial situation where her parents were always struggling and she didn't want to be that person, yet she became that person. So I'm like, Here you are in this scenario in your life where you're making this income. She made over a million dollars a year, yet it's still going out the door, and you're no better off, right? So here's your money story. Your money story is you are in debt up to your yin-yang. You're paying a lot of income taxes. You're behind on your taxes, yet you tell me that you want things to be different. How do we marry the two? Because if we're going to, it's like anything else. If you have any goal, if I want to lose weight and I'm stuck and I've got lots of candy bars in my, you know, in my cupboard yes. and ice cream, which are some of the things that I, I still am struggling <laughs> with. They <right? laughs> never get away. Please. But you get it. Then, yeah. then obviously we're going to have some trouble. So it, it has to be, I think, I think for people to feel invested in what they're doing, around money, they have to have real conversations about money and be honest with themselves and be in a position where if they're talking to someone like me, they can have those honest conversations because otherwise progress doesn't get made. It can't be a head conversation.
0: That's right. That's right. It has
1: to be a head and a heart conversation.
0: That's right. I love that. And so, and, and I'm sure this is what you, um, um, Jackie, it doesn't only just speak about these issues. You also are an author, a successful author. Correct. Correct. Uh, what's the name of your
1: book? it's called single by choice or chance which you know lots of women are um and it's it's the smart woman's guide to living longer better and you know i touch on the financial aspects of being single like you know lots of women because they don't like dealing with money um they give it over to their spouses which is what we've been talking about or they just avoid it they could be a single woman who just avoids dealing with money altogether until they realize that time's going on and they're getting older and they haven't started to think about how they want their life to look financially. Yes, yes. And the the longer you wait, the less choices you have. Absolutely. Or, Or they're that woman, like that widow, who never expected to be on her own. And you know, my industry doesn't help because, you know, no different in the U.S. Uh, Dion. I'm sure you see those glossy magazines, that financial and retirement, where you see these beautiful people walking on the beach together, and it just looks like it's all roses and and you know, tea. And it's not all roses and tea, right? There are lots of women who, um, right now, silver separation is one of the largest rising demographic of people getting divorced.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: So people are getting divorced later in their life. And the women who are getting divorced later in their life are often retiring into poverty. They don't want to confront their their partners in a divorce. They're settling for less than they need because we live longer than men. And they are becoming the, the primary recipient of low income pension benefits. So all that we call it in here in Canada, guaranteed income supplement, which is when you're on the lowest income possible, that's what you're living on. Wow. Under okay. 20 grand a year. So then, so, wow. What? under
0: 20 grand a year.
1: That's that's when you get the guaranteed income supplements because your income is low. So we live longer. We're retiring into poverty. Often when we divorce as a result of divorce and getting the kids and not settling for what we deserve, we are, we are retiring into poverty and divorcing into poverty. And these are some of the statistics that the Canadian women's foundation I was talking about made open my eyes to when I was writing this book. And I thought, also, you know, going back to that glossy ad showing these two people together, the average age of a widow is 56. That's the average age of a 56? widow. 56, really? Exactly. So here are, all these, here are all these women who think that their life is going to look one way, potentially, and then it looks a completely different way and they're not prepared for it.
0: Wow. That's, that's incredible. I'm, I'm shocked by those numbers. I really am. So then so then how do you advise cuz I, I i know women who have who, who just have gone through a divorce and it was just so grueling so taxing so just i want to get it over with but they just they just settle and it is That's take, what i'm talking about. Yes. So 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 it's important not just to get a, a lawyer obviously no you need a potential person
1: to tell you what the financial implications are of yes. settling for too little.
0: Yes. Yes, and, and I did discuss this in my, in, my, in my other show because I don't think people quite, quite get that, the magnitude of, of, of that one decision can just decide the trajectory of, your, of the rest of your
1: life, unfortunately. A, a hundred percent. And, and keep in mind, we live longer. So we're going to feel right. the pain of, of that decision right. potentially longer than our partners. And, and we are the caregivers. And well, that's, the, that's the other thing. So going back to, you've got to feed yourself before you can actually put food in, in someone else's mouth.
0: Yes. I love that. I love that. So I, 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 I'm, I'm very happy, you know, we'll go back. I'm going to go back to to the mom thing for a second, because even though your mom um, didn't live for a very long time,
1: no, no, unfortunately, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's, it's such a gift that she left you with those lessons in that short period of time, because there are some, some, some people who live older longer than that and don't, don't impart those, that knowledge to their, to their, to their daughters. So, so I'm, 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 I'm sure you are forever grateful uh, as I am to have gotten the lessons that I have from my mom and and my, my my dad before they passed on, because, you know, knowledge is, is power and it's, it's, it's so invaluable. And when you're able to, to, to actually put what you've been taught into practice, it's like, wow, it's, it's, it's really incredible. It's really incredible.
1: I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be the person I am if my mother didn't pass away. It's, it's, it's completely obvious to me. So my life is really a tribute to her um, because truly um, I wouldn't have, A, had to put my lessons into practice of taking responsibility. And, you know, the truth is when you're, when you're on your own um, in that situation, you don't really have a lot of options. So I, in my mind, I don't, there was no plan B. And you're on your own since <laughs> 16 16. yeah so there was no plan b there was only this has to work right so so uh, initially what had to work was I had to work as hard as I possibly could just to keep going and to to do the things that I knew I would need need to do so you know working three jobs when I I was quite lucky that um, during that time period there were lots of jobs available right I I don't take any of those things for granted but at, at the same time I think um, one of the things that have always kept me going is just really being a lifelong student of life.
0: Mm-hmm. And being yeah. a great person.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. No, no, it it helped
0: it, it help not to be a jerk, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's true. Attitude is aptitude. Right? Attitude, that's right. Absolutely. And you smile easily. You're a great person. You have great energy. So, so and, and that's, that's, a, that's an amazing thing. And it's And it's nothing to be taken for granted because you know you and i have met you know we we've, we've met people who
1: who are not that way
0: you leave them and you want to take a shower immediately because <laughs> well, or i was no draining. Go. like what are you are you really living like that like <laughs> let's go I, I
1: just i just think that it's important that that people don't forget that they need to be lifelong learners, right? And and that's why, you know, even even being in finance, there's so much to learn. I'm always taking courses, always learning as much as I can, because there's a lot to learn around finance. And if you just consider yourself a lifelong student (laughs) of life, then you're good. Because it means as women, we never should stop investing in our career and getting, getting better at what we do. And you're a testament of that. Um, we should never stop learning about money and we have to be better at advocating for ourselves.
0: I love that. And, and to your point about adult education, um, um, and that's, that's, that's in essence what lifelong learning is, it's adult education. Mm-hmm. And, and one lesson that we're both talking about here is not waiting until something tragic happens until we start to educate ourselves on something. Be proactive. Like, even We've talked about women only. I, know, I, I remember a, um, a man losing his wife and, Same thing. and not knowing how to work the 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 washing machine. You know, <laughs> Same it's, 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 it's it's basic, but it's but it's it it speaks to just and and, and I'm guilty because I cook know, or cook. I, I hate dealing with cars, and, and but, I, but I know that it's important to 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 really really learn as much as you can, as you said, be a lifelong learner. That's adult education, and not necessarily waiting for something major to happen before you say, you know what, I'm gonna go try and take that course. I'm gonna try something new, and not and not be complacent, not be stuck. And just say, you know what, I wanna try something new. Even even you know, if, if you want to change professions, go take a course that's in that in that in that in that arena that you're interested in doing and see if you like it, and then take the lead. There's, there's you don't have to be stuck, in other words. Just there's uh, to keep growing and, and to keep maturing and, and that's what life's supposed to be about.
1: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So I think I think that um, you know, as women, we grow up learning about um, things like Cinderella where a a Prince Charming is supposed to come into our lives and save the day. And, you know, I was lucky to have the kind of mother that made me think things like, where was this man wanting to take me? And (laughs) is that really the direction I wanna go? Like, I wanna ask him these questions, right? Where are you taking me? And is that really where I wanna go? And I I think as women, we've been encouraged just to go for the connection. Very, Very few people get married and actually know what financial situation their spouses are in.
0: Big mistake.
1: They're just happy that someone's decided to fall in love with them. Yes. Well, that's nice. And love is great. Please understand. I (laughs) believe that love is awesome. (laughs) But I need to understand because money is a major reason that people don't stay together. That's right. They have different attitudes about money, the way they they actually um, relate to money, spend money might be different. And over time those things create cracks in a marriage that erode them faster than anything. So love is great, but you really want that foundation of knowing what you're getting yourself into yes. and choose wisely. Absolutely. Because I, I always say there is such a thing as the economics of love and that might do you in mm. if you choose wrong. I love,
0: that. I love that. Well said, well said. Well, it's been such a pleasure to introduce you. I know you've already had your own stuff going, but I want to just in, increase the, the platform, hopefully for the show and let the whole world see how amazing you are. And and I will say that you are based out of Canada. However, your your um, advice, it's- It's um, it universal. It, it tra- it's universe, exactly. It transcends every industry, every person, every race, every whatever. It's, it's a matter of financial literacy. It's a matter of looking after yourself, looking after your family, making the right decisions at the right time. And it's been such a gift being your friend for so many years.
1: Oh, it's same here. Same here. I'm so proud of my friends. I have to tell you, <laughs> I, feel, I feel really blessed to, yes. Yes, as I said, just have encountered the people who I've encountered in this world. And absolutely, obviously you're one of them.
0: Well, thank you. Likewise, likewise. Well, again, thank you so much, Jacqueline Porter for coming on the show today. Where can people find you?
1: Um, you can reach out to me. Um, my email address is ask, Jackie at C-A-R-T-E-W-M.com. So that's ask Jackie at cartwealthmanagement.com. Um, or you can message me on Facebook. I, I'd like to tell you I know what my Twitter handle is and my Facebook handle, but if you put in Jackie Porter CFP on Facebook, you'll find me.
0: Okay, wonderful. And, and people can also reach out to me as well. Um, free, yes. if, if, and I can forward the information on to you. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, please go to uh, the iTunes page and write a comment. You can also reach out to me directly and give me some feedback. I'm so thrilled again to have you on today. Thanks, Jackie. Thank you. I'll see you soon, this summer.
1: I'm looking forward to it, girl.
0: Absolutely. Take care, darling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.